All right, we are recording. <laughs> All right, hi everyone. This is the Nor TV podcast with Belle and Angelique, and recovering episode four oh nine of Titans. Yes, yes, <laughs> the Gar episode. Yes, finally, a Gar episode on Titans. I know. I know. <laughs> Thought. This is the fourth season and we're halfway through and this is the first episode that like was mostly about him. It's like, oh girl, they don't like you over here. Yeah, it's offensive. Apparently um, Ryan threatened to not come back this season if they didn't let him write an episode for Gar. So Good. I think yeah. he should have made that threat because yeah. shit, you might as well be crypto at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the point of a adding crypto to this show <laughs> the crypto is cute and then you can't have super bowl without crypto also they know they ain't got budget to be having an animal handler for every episode but you can have them without crypto though <laughs> like actually you can <laughs> you totally can but you know that's why he's here like, I, i'm not even i don't even i feel like they just didn't think that through like I don't, I just well, don't remember, even see there was the point. Well, supposed to be a Superboy spinoff. Like that was why his episode was very, his first episode was very obviously a pilot. Like mm. it was supposed to be like a whole like Superboy and like Cadmus and Eve thing. And then they were like, "Girl, anybody got a budget to give y'all a show?" I mean, that was cute though. And then it was like, "Oh, so I guess we keep him." I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I think it would have made more sense though. to have uh, Crypto the Space Dog if there actually was the spinoff because cute co-star like it's like Lassie I see you I see what you're doing over there. I, I don't know who fe- who's feeding him at this point I, I don't know um is he I an feel RV? Like, like, Where's seriously he is nobody They're, they hopefully have an automatic dog feeder in that fucking RV I mean that's Maybe where he's at right feeding her. but he wasn't with Bernard when Bernard came Oh my god. Oh my god. Where is crypto? (laughs) Where's he at? But I mean crypto's smart. And then I think if crypto rolls up on somebody and gives them them laser eyes, I think they'll give him whatever he wants. I feel like he's out like just robbing pet stores with laser eyes. Plot twist. Crypto will be the one to save Corey. Yeah, that would easily be the most entertaining thing that happened on the show. I would find that very funny. I'm not even. I'm like not I even. Love it. I'm not even lying. That would genuinely make me laugh. Um, I would love that. It's like the wanted poster is by far. Like that's got to be like the funniest thing ever done on TV. That's crypto is on a fucking wanted dead or alive poster. That's the funniest fucking thing. I don't care what, what do you want a puppy dead or alive? Yo, that shit is hilarious to me. I love Titans. It's everything all the time. <laughs> everything everywhere all at once. Like, you can't take them oh, anywhere. Man. Too funny. But yeah. Gar. Gar's episode. It was so wholesome. And it felt like such a Gar episode because it just had, like, all these random moments with, yeah. like, music blasting. And I'm like, this is so I corny. I was dying at that song. <laughs> there goes my hero. Like, all <laughs> like, of y'all. Just- <laughs> oh god that was funny and it was perfect music i can imagine gar sitting around listening to exactly the music in this episode i mean i'm kind of getting the vibe it was coming directly from his brain i <laughs> like, think so <laughs> 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 well, 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 just 
like when he asked why are all the animals green and he was like that's your favorite color <laughs> what an explanation that's so funny that's so funny <laughs> so that literally means he could be animals that are not green he just wants to be green <laughs> oh god you're the best <laughs> oh my god and like and baby girl was so cute mm-hmm. no and that, that zookeeper lady was like he's like don't leave me alone like, I'm gonna have to leave you alone and I was I was like but why because <laughs> you could <laughs> why could you just not take, take him. him with you to the enough you really could take him with you like <laughs> actually <laughs> and she had to say it to him like that she could have been like I'll be right back baby she was like because you have to be alone <laughs> yeah well okay she was like you know what's not in my pay scale part of my job duties anything i get overtime for take care of nobody's chats right uh you're very no, cute i'm not she, babysitting you I'll she be wasn't right being back. malicious <laughs> she, just, <laughs> she just really could have taken her mind though to be honest she just really wasn't getting paid to do that and she wasn't about to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, that was comical. Uh, because, yeah, as politely as possible, she told that kid she ain't having it. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then, like, so then I found myself wondering, um, is this, like, a con- a couple of different memories falling in together. Is this just a time his parents just happened to have abandoned him in a zoo? Because I don't think this was his parents when his parents died or anything like no, that. No, because he wasn't. was older then. So yeah, um, it was like, oh, and even before this like terrible tragedy befell me, in case you're curious, I had parents that ignored me and left me places anyway. <laughs> I mean, there's no way of knowing, but... <laughs> I really hope that wasn't the case. I mean, I got that vibe <laughs> from that scene, but they just left him in there. Yeah, and then it does suck that we'll never really know, I guess, their personality, what that was. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I don't want to go on a long tangent because, like I said, we've complained about this enough, but season three really could have just been about them. And there would have been a lot more of Gar's backstory. Corey, Rachel shouldn't have just not been there. Like a lot of things, you know, but I don't feel like dwelling on it anymore because it's like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. How much can you complain about the same thing until it's just repetitive, you know? So, right. It kind of was what it was, but it does, we do have moments like when this episode where we're like, yeah. Because, yeah, all we know about Gar's parents is that uh, at least they were kind of neglectful and now they're dead. Yeah. So. <laughs> and it's like, were they neglectful? Was he a kid who used to run off and sneak off? We really don't know. And the only reason I see that, hey, actually, that second thing is a real thing is because. Um, have you seen Jurassic World, the movie? Those no. stupid ass kids like deliberately dodged the woman who was just trying to keep them safe oh ran God. off got trapped when the freaking you know dinosaurs started escaping as they do and then right. she and en- she ended up dying horribly because of them so i was like thanks kids and this wasn't even anyone related to them this was like their aunt's assistant who shouldn't have been having to watch them anyway 
See, like that woman at the zoo, she knew what was up. She was like, you know, it's not my job. This I'm gonna go find. Ended your up parents. dying. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I said she should have taken him with her is because some creep could have come across him and kidnapped him. And it would oh. well by the time she got back. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. But I will or say- you know, you'd think they would have like um, walkie talkies to be like, "Hey, I found this kid here." So like. You know, park security or right. whatever, right? Like, isn't that a Which, thing? But that 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 memory kind of. I had this weird feeling where maybe it was a memory, or maybe it was like a memory of a feeling, and not specifically mm. an actual real moment that happened. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. 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 Um, and like for one, because that interaction with the zookeeper was like a little weird, um, but also like. Um, Unless it's the case that his, like, connection to, like, the red and the animals, like, predated him getting his powers, then it doesn't make sense that he's, like, hearing the, like, girls in his head or whatever. And that's, like, freaking out. And I'm actually wondering if that's the case. Because that would be interesting if if he's always been something he had. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why it affected him in this particular way. And that might also be why he survived. True, true. But yeah. Um, so it could be that like Chief uh set that uh that disease free for the purpose of finding someone who could survive it because that means they had a certain genetic capability. And therefore that would be how one finds Gar. Hmm. Um well, because we know we we found out in this episode that he set it loose on purpose. What we don't find is the reason why he set this uh, illness free. Um, but you know, you add these things together, and that kind of creates the implication that he was looking for someone like Gar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think it must have been because didn't Niles? I mean, I didn't. I watched some of Doom Patrol, but I can't remember all the things that were said. But I know an important part of that show is that um, they started off with the impression he saved them and then found out throughout the show that actually he's just a piece of shit, mad scientist who targeted particular people on Mm -hmm. purpose. So, um, yeah, it seemed like, I don't know, he probably knew something that Gar would survive those experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And if he if he did it to his parents, maybe he thought his parents might too, and they just didn't. I don't know. Right, because I mean, if it's a genetic thing, it makes sense. She might imagine that the parents would survive too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is a distinct possibility. Um. And if you go and you create an illness that'll kill anyone that doesn't have the ability to unzip their DNA and rearrange it, then. You find someone with that ability, which obviously is useful for a lot of purposes, uh, mm-hmm. and you kill anyone who's even more or less normal. Yeah. Niles is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and probably most animals do. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it's just guard a couple geckos. Everything else out there is dead. <laughs> Cheeks. Yeah. Some, some frogs, some geckos. <laughs> Probably some fish species. I right, think. a couple of clownfish are, yeah, are chilling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but but yeah, that that seems like a a possible sort of motivation for uh, doing that um, because um, 
a thing that we are, I guess we can wander to now because I just thought of it, um, was um, the quest for immortality, which is mm-hmm. kind of an, a running theme we have going on here. We know that that was what Lex was up to. We know that's what Niles Calderer was up to. And it makes sense that if you're trying to get immortality, then somebody with the genetic ability to unzip their DNA and recombine in any kind of way, which means you could defeat any kind of genetic illness, that sounds like a good first step. And it seems to be what um, Sebastian is looking for, or at least he's trying to become a god. I don't know. Yeah. Specified immortality, but I imagine that's what he wants. Yeah, Um, I can see that too. Yeah. Might end up being <laughs> what Nick's looking for to save Corey too in the end. Might <laughs> looking for it too. Who knows? Well, I mean, uh, he is the daddy of the show, and everybody else's dad is trying to be an immortal. So it'd be kind of weird if he wasn't on both. <laughs> May as well jump, jump on the trend, Nick. You know. Exactly. I mean, as far as I can tell from Titans, the number one goal for fathers in this world is becoming immortal gods. <laughs> Could be like, hey, God. Mind if I borrow like a pint of your blood for reasons I won't specify? Thanks. No, yo, it's like that on the, on the reboot of Roswell. Like Liz was out here snatching up vials of alien blood, cooking stuff up. Sometimes they would get sick and she'd be like, Oh, I've got something. And they'd be like, Where'd you get my blood? And she'd be like, Well, <laughs> holy ethics committee. Um, do whatever they want over there. Um, oh Lord, someone who I'm not about to talk to was calling me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely an interesting thing. Um, and I mean, that's low-key Trigon's goal. I think he already is. So he's like, well, I mean, he's he trying to break played. through, break through um, dimensions because I don't think. It's possible to kill him in the comics. All no. Mitchell is ever able to do is trap him because he's right. He's, well, I mean, he is he's not world. worried about he's dying, killed. but you might as well be a ghost if you're trapped in some alternative deathly nether realm. Yeah, and I like thought about it a little harder. Um, ooh, sorry. Like the differences between why he specifically wanted the daughter versus the son, and Rachel. Her powers are obviously much a lot different than um Sebastian's are because mm-hmm. she could just think about it and open a portal. Yeah, he has to do all this hubba baloo, collect all this blood, go around, do all like five million rituals, kill a well, starfire. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying in order to open a portal, he has to do all this shit, and she just has to think about it hard enough for like 30 seconds. Yeah. So it's just like that's clearly um that's clearly one of the main reasons he would just prefer her. Her powers are sp- very specific about portals and dimension hopping mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So and like do we even know if he sets his mind to it that Sebastian has the power to bring Trigon back and bring him over here? That's a big that maybe. To be honest, I don't think he's I think Mother Mayhem is lying about that. I yeah. think she was, she has to sacrifice him for Stragon to come back or some mess like that is what it's going to end up being. Yeah, because um, that would be foreshadowed with what happened with Gina. That line, that lines up. 
And also, it would make sense because we know the reason that Trigon wanted her to kill Gina is to prove that the one who's most important to her is still him. So why would he... And the reason she was locked up all this time to begin with was because of the implication that Sebastian was more important to her than Trigon. That was the problem. So it doesn't really make sense that Trigon would let her keep Sebastian. Mm -hmm. Highly doubt it. Yeah. And clearly Angela cared about him more than Rachel. So that that worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. And and probably it'll wind up being the same thing with Mother Mayhem because uh these these girls be lost in the Trigon sauce out here. Yeah. Um so yeah. And then also like there's no reason that Mother Mayhem would be trying to do all this stuff rather than just trying to like find her son and yeah be reunited if she wasn't still more in love with Trigon than she ever is with him. And because I mean, if, if this she all created, works out, he could easily die. If she she's the one who or originated this whole prophecy, or or rather, if she convinced all these people, um. Mm-hmm. He would be, he needs to be the one to bring him back, so on and so forth. She could have just convinced him that he's, I don't know, he should rule beside her and not even worry about bringing back Trigon. No, bringing back Trigon doesn't make any sense unless you want to be a subject of Trigon. Like, because I mean, she's a plenty powerful witch over here and she has even more power power with Sebastian by her side. So, she doesn't really need to bring Trigon back for power, especially because she knows that power would be just to do whatever Trigon wants. The reason mm-hmm. to do this is because even though he unlocked her ass up like that and tried to kill her son, she's still in love with Trigon. Yeah. Oof, for sure. So. <laughs> she's one of them women. Yeah, I, I really feel like it's just going to come down to him finding out what would happen after he blows this horn. Cause yeah. That is the key to this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. What happens to you afterwards? Exactly. Because, um, so. like, we know no matter which way you flip this, what's going to happen is not going to be Sebastian is God King of the world. That's not going to be right. It. Which is what he wants. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and like he said, you don't know me. And I think she's about to find out that, oh, whoops, he's a narcissist. Hi, man. Yeah. yeah. Got it from his daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that. Oh yeah. Um and also it seems that he's already like Rachel picked the right thing to zero in on. He's already got some sp- suspicion about how much of this is really about him. Um and clearly the extent to which he's down for this is the extent to which he believes this is all about him. Exactly. And she's been lying to him about that, mm-hmm. which Rachel pointed out. Um, he he really has this whole idea in mind. And that's how she was able to even get him to fully accept her. And 406 was like bringing forward that teacher who pissed him off, his ex-girlfriend, and that poor little girl <laughs> from the orphanage. Accepted a game boy. <laughs> right, right. Like, dang, you've been that mad? Like, what the hell? Um, so it was all about him. He wants everything to be about him. He wants to change the world. And it's not about him. It's about Trigon. Oh, yeah. The whole point of Trigon's cult is Trigon. And sorry, you silly goose, that you didn't know that. Um, 
it's not her fault you're stupid i guess uh but here we go <laughs> and and rachel said that too she was like you don't even know him <laughs> like, <laughs> right you you just going off of vibes right now <laughs> <laughs> right the reason the mother mayhem thinks she's gonna not get killed by this obviously because she don't know this man either already uh you know nearly ended you and poor gina his uh your sister wife <laughs> yeah, pushing up daisies here i don't even get it um yeah <laughs> but i mean be light. <laughs> total pick me energy and it's very difficult to tell how much uh trigon inspires mind controlling people and how much these people are just seduced by the thought of like belonging and having power. Yes, just just cult mentality is a problem. Yeah, I don't think the, the Trigon actually completely takes over anyone's minds because uh, they seem to have the ability to be like, wait, I don't like this uh, exactly too late. Like homeboy, he got himself set on fire. Are you, mo are you moving something? Uh, yeah, because low battery. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing weird stuff in the background. That's cool. I'll, I'll try to, uh, I'll try to remove background noises and afterwards. <laughs> no, don't worry. Oh God. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a season of daddy issues. Apparently, it is, and it's always daddy issues over here on this show. Um, but it isn't yeah. Dick's daddy issues; it's somebody else's daddy issues. It's like always daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> kind of makes sense because you know how we start the daddy issues saga is with uh the drama with bruce mm -hmm. so you know we've uh established that the most important drama in the world is that which you have with your own father yeah uh everyone else has it too cool beans jesus christ all right and I'm then gonna disappear. sebastian is so stupid like if there was any <laughs> people to find who would accept you it was definitely the titans because they yes easily and happily accept everyone into their family that's and the whole thing that's what they do he was like nope i want to be a cult leader and i was like all right have fun <laughs> drinking the kool-aid and dying later then. <laughs> yeah because that's what kills you is drinking the kool-aid that's how yeah. you die um <laughs> so you know and i mean also uh connor's having a little bit of that problem um yeah because I'm sorry, there's a lot of people and there's a lot of stuff going on. So there's only, only so much individual attention you can get. Uh, and there's only so much kind of control you could have of the goings on. And you like might have to deal with that. You might have to like just live with that. That might be how it goes for you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, it's, it's a shame that some of these people... Um, can get so some of these men can get so thrown off by somebody just saying hey everything can be all about you and you can have all the attention mm. <laughs> is it that easy um apparently it's that easy i'll give connor his grace though that he's grieving and feels some kind of way I think yes. if, if Clark had showed up, none of this would be happening. Um, I do too. But he felt slighted and sort of abandoned by him. Yeah. And then Lex came in and he was starting to consider, okay, maybe 
all get to know you, Lex, and then Lex died. So it's just yes. like he's not having the best time right now. So. He had two dads, yeah. only one of which was wound up falling through with actually meeting him. Um, yeah. So it makes sense. He's a little bit like, well, screw the other one. Yeah, and Lex was very smart to realize, oh, Superman is off world. I'm going to replace him in meeting Connor. And then I'm going to come out looking like the good guy here. And that's exactly what happened. So, yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, that's always kind of a problem uh, with uh, with Connor that Superman has a lot of stuff to do being Superman. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, and he didn't exactly acquire Connor on purpose. (laughs) So he doesn't have a ton of desire to sort of stop what he's doing to come deal with this surly guy. Yeah. Um, so eh, I'll give him <laughs> that. Um, I will say at least what I like about Gar is like he never takes like his abandonment issues out on anyone else. Right. Um, I don't know. He's just the heart of the team through and through. <laughs> like, yeah. Unshakable kindness. Um but yeah, He's and it makes sense. It makes sense that he'd be one of the main ones who he gets his strength from family and yes. from being surrounded by people he cares about and who cares about him. So like the whole thing with Dominic wanting him to be like this lonely avatar of the red yeah. is just never gonna work. Like, no. He's no. he's not made he's He's not meant to be a loner. He's not a loner. He just can't do that. He's and clearly Dominic isn't either because I mean he wouldn't have been like basically pleading for him to take his place if he was so happy with that. And he also wouldn't have. He would have just told him what happened with Miles. He wouldn't have brought him with him on this mission to avenge their families. Like he wouldn't have done it that way if he didn't feel really lonely about this whole thing. Yeah, and I think he was also you know just trying to appeal to his emotions to like trigger him into being like vengeful and mad um (laughs) because when you're vengeful and mad you usually want to be alone right so yeah that that would work but not with gar as trigon learned trigon didn't even try to turn gar no he was just like he was like this (laughs) this kid's unimpenetrable (laughs) no the most useful thing you can do to create evil from gar is kill him (laughs) he he was like there's no evil in this kid's heart (laughs) no (laughs) not even waste my time (laughs) no darkness he's just a sweet cinnamon roll baby sweet baby angel (laughs) all the way down that's it (laughs) um and i i love that and think it's really funny um and also feel a little sorry for dominic um I do too. And I mean, well, I I hope he gets some kind of closure or something or, or release from yeah. being in that like lonely prison he's made for himself. Well, he didn't make it, but you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that it clearly is okay for Gar to not be some kind of weird hermit loner and like the red will be okay and he can show up to defend and protect means that whoever told Dominic that he had to live alone on a mountain in order to be the protector of the red was yeah because I think I think what the difference is is like Dominic's not really in control there like he's he's there protecting but he's not in control of it Gar is so if Gar wants to make it different he can so I think I think that was like the point of that where so if Gar wants to be here doing whatever and protecting the red at the same time he can he can do that because it's 
his like he has control over it right um, right right so, yeah that makes sense uh because clearly by the end of that montage like dominic looks satisfied that gar had made a, a correct decision there yeah. he wasn't still yeah. like no <laughs> you know yeah they seem to have like an understanding yeah and like he smiled um, and you know and I, so. I i get the vibe that gar at the end of the season will make a decision where he's gonna be doing both or he'll possibly be helping out with the doom patrol sometimes too like Mm -hmm. i feel like something like that will happen for gar and i feel like connor might end up being a part-timer as well yeah because you know he's got he's got lex core (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah i think they'll both end up doing that yeah and i think it makes a lot more sense um for those two characters to be part-timers than to be there full-time because they both seem to be people who would really kind of benefit from having a definite sense of who they are as individuals and what like they're kind of contributing to the world. Yeah. And Gar Um, Gar needs his own path. Yes. Like he's never had that, so... I, th- I like the the little scene in the car with him and Rachel and he's driving the car and he's like yeah we just go wherever they tell us <laughs> yeah and it's like along. how about you decide for once and it's like huh what a concept yeah. I like that and I also like that like Rachel is like Rachel inside his mind yeah like rather than sort of alternate universe version Rachel we've been having lately yeah, and I did get I did get the feeling that like um the cameos like that with um Jinx, Rachel and the Flash was him like being able to see other people who have like the ability to dimension hop. Yes. In the way that he does. Um and um, I'm guessing that there's probably some sort of intersection across yeah. some sort of common interdimensional space when you go across these things. Yeah. So we know that Jinx was going, was coming back to life. That's what she was in the process of. Yeah. So she had to sort of travel um, back. And we know that, you know, Rachel will be all over the place. Yeah. That's one of her like main sort of basic abilities um, is to travel across uh, dimensions and not get into people's consciousness and do all this kind of thing. And we know Rachel can split herself up. So there's a chance that was really a part of Rachel that's with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because she did that in, what was that? Season two with yes. Dick talking through Bruce and not even realizing she did it. Yeah. And with the gargoyle thing and, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And also... Most hilariously, when she had everyone at the Elko Diner, but nobody went to the Elko Diner. Yeah, so. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's within her wheelhouse for that to have actually been Rachel, um, uh, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I, I w- my mind is kind of blown uh, by the fact that DC decided to just suddenly drop on me that all of these different forces are connected. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah, the speed force and the plant force and the red and the green and the blue. Oh yeah, they're all one thing. They're all what? <laughs> yeah, so I knew I knew about the speed force and I knew the green and I knew that um, Swamp Thing is like the the avatar of the green. I knew that much. Um, and like the Flash, like obviously I knew the speed force was a thing. Yeah. Um, and then like, I think it was last season on the Flash Day, um told us there's other forces so there's i forget what the 
other ones are called now. But there's like seven other there's like all the regular forces and then there's the negative version of them right so then like the the baddies who have those powers pull from the negative version of those forces so that's interesting um that yeah. is interesting and that yeah. was very like man i'm irritated this is the last season because y'all just right. dropped a whole lot of or lore right on my head just like bam here's lore and i was like oh lore okay it always just annoys me how dc has like all these really interesting concepts and they just refuse to explore them they just stick to the basic three things they always do and it's like jesus christ i think but oh well they're honestly <laughs> afraid that their fans are too dumb and hate spooky stuff and they're not totally wrong look at the complaints about the titans uh, <laughs> like not do even general a... audiences actually like all of this weird spooky stuff it's as much not... as us i don't think they like, do. it's not even it's not even dark but it is i guess it is weird though yeah, when I say spooky in this context, I don't mean scary. I just mean weird. Yeah, uh, and it is, and it is in fact uh, uh, weird. All the lore here, but like also fun. So I don't know why everyone's so mad. I mean, that's what made season three feel so off was because it was too normal. It right? was. It was it very was weird. Overly grounded on a show that already has to be kind of grounded because they don't have the budget to fly through space and have guard turn into dinosaurs so they have to be way more grounded already and then they were like let's take even more of that and whole remove rachel from the entire season (laughs) like it just was like oh what is this um so yeah it wasn't a fun time for me um i feel Um, like got a super grounded villain like who didn't even do the weird thing that he usually does because hello fear gas like hallucination right. it's, it's like it's like this stuff works Not even his where, one thing. it works where it works like i'm a big fan of the batman that the movie the batman yeah. that came out thought that was an awesome movie you love it Me too. um but i don't need that part of dc all the goddamn time yes that's what's annoying like, I think they let the kind please. of nerds whose big complaint about like the movies from the 90s was they were too wacky and who were like, oh, the Nolan movies are the best thing ever because they eliminated 90% of what was cool or interesting about any of the characters that were featured. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, Al Ghul is a terrorist who likes punching people. Where's the Lazarus pit? Y'all, I don't have time. And they also removed all their ethnicities as well. Yeah. They were like, let's take away all the spice. Everything. It was just mashed potatoes with butter. Y'all can't even have garlic. <laughs> like, y'all can't have herb butter. Like, just mashed potatoes with unsalted butter. That was what they gave us. And I mean, they were decent potatoes. But not my not my bag. Um yeah. And honestly, I didn't even make it through all of those. Oh, I know. I'm going to drop it because I think I made about halfway into the second one of those. And I was like, okay. Like, because what I liked about Batman as a kid was that it was fun and wacky and weird. So, you know, I love the animated series. I love uh, Big O, which is obviously very heavily based on that animated series. You know, I I, I like the 90s movies that were crazy and had a lot going on. Um, so all the people who thought that the series was fixed by getting rid of the colorful, wacky people and all the people that aren't white, 
and all of the lore, I was like, I mean, okay, y'all can have that over there, I guess. Um, so I was really glad um, about the Titan series because I mean, it was the actually the coolest fun. thing. Like, what was so cool about Batman? Batman's like, ironically, the guy who dresses up like a bat is the straight guy, right? And yeah. then his his villains are all crazy, and Robin is insane, right? Yes. <laughs> so, so it's just like you remove all of the things that balance him out. It's it's yeah. just boring. So I think the reason the Batman worked even without Robin being there, the Riddler was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and Catwoman was pretty quirky. <laughs> yeah, she was. So it's just like, um, you have to have that balance, otherwise you're just gonna be bored to tears. And yes. that was season three. It really was. Um, so. Yeah. And like when you first told me about this show, my first thought was like, because mm, I thought it was gonna be more of that kind of stuff, right? Like, oh, boring Batman crap. Like, and it was just gonna be like, oh, all of these people run around and they're angsty and it's always dark. And I was like, mm, no, thank you. You had to talk me into it. And then when I actually watched it, I was like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> like, why don't I just believe you when you tell me things? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend you anything that's not weird in some kind of way. <laughs> Oh gosh, could you? Yeah, I like the weird stuff and the kind of people who find, like, sometimes people describe this show and they'll be like, I mean, it's kind of weird and doesn't always make sense, but it's got decent action. Like, I am all the way on the other side of you people. I do like the action on this show, don't get me wrong. But the real reason I'm so invested is because there's so much like interesting lore, there's so many interesting aspects to the characters and the world. And I'm always just trying to figure stuff out because they'll just throw in a couple of things. So I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Like when uh, the um, the uh, Rorschach test just like turned into a bat last season, I was like, "What happened? Mm. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> is he hallucinating? Is he having some sort of a psychic moment? Is somebody psychic trying to talk to him? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really interesting to me, um, and yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, very fascinated by the knowledge they just dropped it dropped to us about sort of the cosmology of the DC universe. We've gotten some more bits of that as the show has kind of gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I also like that the way they show us these things is they give us an indication there's so much beyond what we see on this show. Like we saw so many people connected to the red who we didn't even know um yeah i, I mean, recognize a couple of them like because i just oh i know who that is but um but yeah we didn't you know and i'm sure knowing the show they probably all are somebody like if we went and looked yeah i'm up, sure i mean all... one of them i'm certain is vixen you know yeah. my, dog, my dog's namesake i'm sure <laughs> one of them was her i i yeah. need to like look at that scene again to see if i can recognize i was looking for a pixie cut and some kind of yellow clothing <laughs> to give me a clue <laughs> <laughs> That necklace. I saw one of them wearing. Oh, like you that did. Bow you saw the necklace. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. might have been her then. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I did recognize Vixen and that white man. I remember reading something about him on the wiki. Um, mm. The white guy with the animal powers. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. remember who because I know yeah. Animal Man, Beast Boy, Vixen. There's definitely more animal-related yes. people 
yes. connected to. I just don't know all of them. <laughs> right. And um, that kind of made yeah. me want to go look some of these people yeah, up. Yeah, I, I do want to look it up. <laughs> yeah, because that yeah. was so, like, kind yeah. of intriguing. And yeah. even, like, the stuff, like, even with, like, little moments where they give you a peek of something, they hint it so much. Like, when we went to the afterlife last season, mm-hmm. I noticed that, that there was at least a few people from Earth 2 on that train, because you could tell by their mm-hmm. art deco kind of, like, attire and, like, the way the hair and the makeup was. Um, so we know that it's definitely not just people from our earth that go to that place. That was a thing that was just casually dropped in there. <laughs> um, and, you know, even what we saw, um, with, uh, Hawk and Dove and how they have over the course of the adventure, apparently become like guardians of the afterlife that kind of relates to some of the stuff that was going on with Hawk and Dove in the comics. Hmm. Um, so it wasn't specifically the afterlife, but there yeah. was another one of these forces, like I don't know, the bird force. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, um, but they, they made they of. they did. Um, I think they were hinting at that with how they made Hank and his brother, the new Hawk yes. and Dove, their guardians yes. of like the souls that are there. That's and, what I um, think. Yeah, yeah, like he uh, because has... they're guardians in the in the comics. Hawk yeah. and Dove are. Yeah. So. So I thought that, and that's also um, particularly like a dub thing. Like she um, um, makes like a force field. That's one of the things she can do in the comics because, mm. um, you know, the whole guardian thing. Um, so I, and uh, like, I think they had Hank say something like, I think I'm figuring this whole magic thing out. I feel like mm. they're definitely winking at comics, Hawk and Dove fans with, gotcha. uh, with that. <laughs> no one caught it because they don't have it. <laughs> they don't exist. Well, I mean, yeah. I know from the wiki, yeah. I'm not one of them either. But <laughs> if there existed Hawk and Dove fans, they threw some fan service in there for y'all. Sorry, you know, you can't mention them without me throwing at least a little bit of shade. <laughs> it's not, I cannot help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, um, this is me just trying to act like they have fans. <laughs> but, but yeah, nobody mentioned it, which means that they don't have any fans. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, I thought that was like an interesting little thing. And just all the, there's so much magic around the DC universe. And I feel like I didn't quite get that before watching the show. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you should look, you should Google Justice League Dark if you okay. are interested in the magical characters, because oh. that's what the Justice League Dark dark consists of it's constantine i think raven is sometimes there zatan is there um swamp thing just a few like i don't know why swamp thing is there but he is sometimes um next question i don't know i don't know why but he's there sometimes um dead man is there who's like a ghost hero okay. basically <laughs> so yeah it, it's interesting so you should google it yeah, um, I definitely yeah. will, because that is interesting. And, you know, it's not that I don't like a good old uh, KP beat-em-up. I do. Um, but that's um, not the full extent of my interest in this kind of wacky stuff. Yeah. Um, and if that was all that it was, I probably wouldn't watch but so much of it. Um like, I'd probably still watch a couple seasons if literally no one had any powers and it was just daddy issues and beating people up maybe a season and a half. Let me be real, because I barely made it through season three. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd get bored. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just been done, right? Yeah. They're like, when, I remember during season three, there were all these people who were hard-pressed, hoping and praying there were all these Bat Fam spinoffs. 
And then Gotham Knights happened. And I'm like, I bet Gotham Knights is exactly what a, any kind of Batfam spinoff would have been like. Because it's all the same shit. It's all, yes. it's, it's all the same. There's nothing <laughs> new about it. It's just mm-hmm. the same shit. It's like it's like killing Peter Parker's uncle over and over again. Okay, it's, yeah. it's played the fuck out. And I don't ever want to see the Waynes die again, ever, never. Or Bruce, because now time. that's played out too. Now they've killed him like <laughs> ten times in the comics. I'm like, okay, enough. Ooh, Batman's dead again. Whoa, like we really don't care anymore. Give it a rest. Stupid. Yeah. Like, like, can we move? Can we move, y'all? Um, too much. And to be honest, I think the reason we didn't get the crazy flashback we were going to get isn't just because Ezra Miller is Ezra Miller, but also because uh, whoever we've got coming up behind Mr. Snyder does not share his passion for weird crap. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I won't lie, even Snyder, like as much as I like a lot of Zack Snyder stuff, even he wasn't going all in with how weird DC is. Yeah, like I thought, I thought, I thought getting rid of all the Robins was a very lame thing to do. Like there was a lot of different things where I was like, eh, the Titans not existing, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah, not enough witches. (laughs) We're all the witches. We're all the witches. Witches didn't show up to fight. um, I need to know what is the problem with these men adapting things with witches in them and getting rid of the witches. Like True Blood, biggest complaint as a book reader, where the witches and fairies. Those are major characters. Like actually, like season uh, four, like the fourth book, all witch fairy drama, like witch fairy war. That was what that book was about. Yeah. Like the witches, whereas and fairies went to war on the show. It was about ooh, vampire religion and politics. Lame. This is too much fun shit in DC for <laughs> it always to be. I don't know too much. Too many guys, boring too ass dudes guys. writing it. That's the problem. Yeah. And like it seems that a lot of guys get nervous <laughs> by like the weirder, more interesting stuff. They're like, I don't know. Like even fictional witches, they're scared of. There's that mm-hmm. as real men. Like. like uh so yeah that is a a bit of a (laughs) oh man uh if we were allowed to have nice things we would have a woman who loves witchy things take over the dc universe now imagine those imagine that cinematic universe (laughs) (laughs) and the next film wouldn't be like oh what are we gonna do with i don't know blue beetle it'd be constantine can we have another constantine movie yeah, I mean, I loved Constantine. It was nothing like the comics, but it was fun. <laughs> it was very fun. <laughs> like, oh gosh. Um, but yeah, no, this episode was fascinating. I loved all the cameos. It was like, oh, hey, Stargirl. <laughs> that was so cute. All yeah. I could think when they were talking, I'm like, they should have dated. They're like the same person. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's why that she's here. The show's like, you know who'd be fun? These two. <laughs> you know who'd be an adorable couple? These two cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Oh, but gosh. Yeah. That was so good. Um, and the bald guy who I did not correctly identify because he's a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? That actually fits with that whole montage because there were elements from our world. Like we saw t- the Teen Titans cartoons. Yeah. So they strongly were implying that part of their multiverse is our world. So it makes sense there'd be yeah. a person from our world that's there. It's cool. 
That's very cool. Um, <laughs> that That's almost as trippy as when uh, at the end of Persona 1, you walk up to like a mirror and it's like, hi, I'm a gamer. <laughs> oh, am I the protagonist? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's always, it always like freaks me out when like wacky fiction suddenly re- references my actual reality. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, wait, am I in your fictional universe? What am I doing over there? (laughs) Excuse Uh, me for being a nerd. (laughs) This was such a good episode. Um, And well-deserved. And I missed this show and all of the things that could have come up from the show. But I will say I'm glad we got four seasons because Swamp Thing was a really awesome show. If you ever have time, you like weird things. Catch Swamp Thing. There was only one season before they canceled it for money reasons. And I think it was 10 episodes. So you, it's watchable. Yeah. Um, it's a quick watch. It was really good. And I was excited to see more of it. And I'm sad they didn't continue because I'm like, oh my goodness, another corner of the DC universe that we never see. And then we can't. I'm right. like, fuck you guys. <laughs> and then greenlit more Batman shit. I'm like, God damn it. Oh God, I know. I and I, I love Batman. I'm just annoyed Batman. with that. <laughs> like I'm literally a fan. That's the that's the funny thing. I'm like, I do love Batman, but y'all are killing me here. Like this is so annoying. Stop. <sighs> literally God. my same feeling. Like I don't know. Like, I guess too much of anything can be a bad thing. Right. And I, think we're like be- the, I think we're like two out of three people who loved Bruce on Titans. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved Bruce. I did. I, I liked too. him a lot. Uh, I, thought so he, I thought he was a really good version. And also, I thought he was he really brought a different. He brought a different um, a side of vibe, him. A different side of him. Yeah. For sure. I but I mean, it makes sense because we mostly dealt with him like in the role of being a dad on this show, not as mm-hmm. like the Cape Crusader. Yeah, he, he was... He was Bruce, not Batman on the show. Right. And I think that's what I liked. Me too. It seemed like the human more than it being about Batman. Exactly. And I think and that's him being, him being like a crutch, a crutch to Dick's story instead of the other way around, which is what yes. it usually is. It was nice too. In my was, opinion. Yeah, I think it was really well used in the show. And I think that the people who didn't like this portrayal, really what they were saying is that they don't like Bruce, they just like Batman. Um, yeah, there was a. I, I think a lot of a lot of Batman fans have this like very one note idea about him, um, which is fascinating because there's literally Batman slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics. Right. So whatever whatever y'all think that this oh Batman always has to be this one way, I'm going to tell you right now, you're very wrong about that. And I mean, Batman has existed for almost 100 years at this point. So the idea that he could be exactly the same and this one note person and have no other facets and have this kind of longevity, is just like not how things work. Like people would not read this many identical Batman comics, okay? They they try to make him very one note in the modern ones, which is why they're uninteresting and unreadable, in my opinion. (laughs) It's like, eh. I don't know how you make a man who dresses up like a bat every night boring, but okay, guys, have fun <laughs> with that. Whatever. <laughs> um, well, they I insist. Think that's because they are 
some of these people have such embarrassment about the idea of having a weird or nerdy interest that they refuse to admit this is weird. Like there was this one scene on Titans where the laundromat owner that had gotten robbed by Hawk was like, I don't know, it was just another crackhead in a cape, you know? Um, I was like, what? <laughs> like, and we've seen several background characters strongly imply on Titans that the very concept of someone doing this, even in the DC universe, kind of makes you seem like a weirdo, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's not that different from reality that dressing like a bat isn't weird. Um, so I feel like when people are trying to overly normalize it, it's because they don't want to admit that Batman's weird. Uh, because by extension, they don't want to admit they like something weird. And like if you're and that, that's why I love the Batman because when it <laughs> brought in detective side of Bruce which I don't know fucking why but the, the movies never do that like mm-hmm. emphasize the fact that he's more of a detective right. and then they also like made him a weird emo dude and I was like yeah. this is great <laughs> yeah. I love it <laughs> I feel like that was the I feel like that was the first one where I 100% buy that this is this dude's lifestyle <laughs> Right, I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Thank you. Right. No, <laughs> thank you for Nirvana. Like- thank you for the Nirvana listen, the Nirvana fan, Batman Bruce Wayne. I, I like really appreciate that. <laughs> I Absolutely, I really do. I really do. It's hard because um, it's hard to buy that somebody who like really is like a playboy with a thousand girlfriends is like also Batman. Yeah, and it's like the idea that um, I just think it's so lame that like in all the comics you have Batman who's best friends with Zatanna and is part of the Justice League with all these aliens and whatnot. Yeah. But he has an issue with, you know, Nightwing being a part of the Titans. He's has a he has weird an issue thing. Starfire being an alien. Right. He has an issue with Starfire being an alien. It's so lame. It's just like he would he would absolutely love Gar. Like I wanted right. Gar to meet Bruce. You know what I mean? Like this is bullshit. Um <laughs> The, I don't know why DC is like this, but I, if anyone, also, if there was really any sense. spinoff from the show I would have watched, it would be, I'd love a Beast Boy spinoff. I'd watch a Super Bowl, Superboy spinoff, but not a bunch of Bat Fam shit. I really no. wouldn't. It's, it's like Jason spinoff, girl, absolutely not. I, no. Like, I mean, call me if there's Especially a Ravager episode, he came I might through. watch a couple. And he stole all of Gar's storylines in season two. No, I was you. so mad about it. I'm still it. annoyed. I was so annoyed by that. Like, like, why did he need the Judas contract? Is that because y'all needed a reason to have him on this show? Is that not a good reason to take him off? He could have just been doing his crap on the show. Is it like, <laughs> I don't even understand. It's stupid, but whatever. I'm glad to have. <laughs> have a show that has gar on it and do the judas contract Mm -hmm. and not have that be a gar storyline now you're playing in his face ryan should have threatened to quit right then actually yeah as soon as they told him oh we're doing the judas contract he's like oh great so who's gonna so how's that gonna go oh it's not about you it's not about who y'all lucky y'all kept him another season after that y'all tried it with that man um but <laughs> uh yeah but yeah it's you know I, there are several different spinoffs i would watch of this for sure um it's a shame that we're not getting them because of such brutal corporate mismanagement that they're literally in court over it <laughs> um like i heard the justice department is coming after them over that merger um 
And, you know, and part of the reason why actually is a scrap Batgirl movie, which is interesting. Um, so we'll see how that, uh, how that winds up kind of playing out. But it's kind of hard to argue with the idea that there was mismanagement um, given how things wound up going here. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'll skip the needless speculation on that. I'll skip the needless speculation. Um, and just say that uh, hopefully there were no, I don't know, racially discriminatory reasons. There was uh, such a mess there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because it's hard not to look at that and go, huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm just, this whole thing is a mess. And I think they need an overhaul in the comics, yes. they need an overhaul in uh, so many things. Whoever was in charge of this merger was a moron. I don't know how you p- cancel all of your popular shows. And right. then the movies they're putting out, they're all bombing. Like Shazam right. 2 just bombed, I think. Yeah. Um, Black and Adam, Black Adam bombed, yeah. And it's because you, you're alienating every last one of your fans. Like, well, right they've now- already announced that they've canceled this entire cinematic universe. Why would you announce that when you still have movies in this universe coming out? Coming out. We know that they're not going to fit with the continuity of what, co- what comes next. So why would I pay to see these movies? Like, it kills the hype immediately. Like, yeah. like do I want to see a Flash movie? Absolutely. Do I want to, do I care to get invested in this knowing that yeah. it's going to end? Not well, really. Well, because we know that this will be the like, last movie where this guy's the Flash. What so, is the point of and that? And everything that happens in this entire cinematic universe is being rebooted. So none of the lore that we learned is going to be relevant. None of the facts, none of the character relationships, none of it is going to be relevant once they come back with whatever comes next. So like, why do I want to watch that? Like, who 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 cares about, like, I'm already, I was already halfway over Hypo Aquaman too because of the shit Jason pulled with Amber Heard yes. um, and not supporting his co-star for no goddamn reason. Um, right. Even in just like shit, a really minimal way. Like and you then could the shit WB pulled showing up in court on Johnny Depp's behalf rather than their fucking star. Like, like right. they, the they've been annoying me like all around with that shit so I already was over it but now it's like there's definitely not going to be an Aquaman 3 like I highly fucking doubt that and if there is they're going to do all this bullshit getting rid of characters we care about in it Um, it's just like whatever you know what I mean Wonder Woman 3 am I as hype not really and I feel like well they've already announced they're replacing Gal Gadot too so I thought like I thought they were replacing her in whatever new shit. I didn't know they were replacing her in Wonder Woman three. I don't know. I know, if she's gonna be I know Patty's out. Not, I think Patty's out. I think they kept yeah, her Patty's out, out um, which is like wild. Um, what? And if there, it's in the, it's up in the air if there's going to be a Wonder Woman three. Yeah, but right. If but in the event that there well is one, be. they're they're she's it's going to be have nothing to do with anything Wonder Woman that comes out after that. We already know because they already announced they're ending the whole, the reboot of the whole universe. I don't know why they would make this announcement 
before they actually have movies slated and have released these. Right? Why not? Why not end the current one first? Right. Like not even just oh cancel the third acts of all of. I'm saying why not just finish their trilogies if they have or their 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 whatever is like. Yeah. It's so stupid. Like I have no interest. I'm not even like I don't even care to get invested in any of the shows that may come out from this. I feel bad about Blue Beetle because I'm sure it will be good. Yeah. But I just Same. I'm so annoyed with DC WB Discovery shit now. And I'm just like, whatever. Same. <laughs> like, and like, and like I mean, they, just, they just even if it, they were they going just... to do this, right? They planned on rebooting everything because of whatever kind of reasons. Why didn't they save that announcement for once they had finished this and they had new things coming out? Why would they right. say this while they're still releasing things that are part of this universe that y'all want us to buy? It's so stupid. Like, Titan should have gotten to finish. They should have gotten their fifth season. It was yes. one more fucking season. Like, what is the problem? Right. They don't even. They, it's not the like, it. they don't even have anything to replace Titans and Doom Patrol. So why get rid of them? Stupid. Right. And they're not even um, really like in the current cinematic universe. They killed the Arrowverse and didn't let any of the shows. I think besides the Flash and Supergirl. Yeah, and they have their they final season. <laughs> Well, Supergirl got its its final yeah. season. Yeah, the Flash and then they wrapped everything but the other shows the didn't even wrap up. Like Legends didn't wrap up. From what I heard, they more or less wrapped that on the Flash. From what I heard, it was the opposite. Like they didn't have a oh, a final. Like people were complaining about, they didn't have final. Neither did Batwoman. Batwoman didn't have a final. Yeah, and just... none of it. It was just ended. Yeah, it's um, this is. None- such a colossal collection of issues and like conspiracy theory i think their big problem was going and hiring a guy who made billions of dollars for their main competition which is disney to run their cinematic universe like oh who would have guessed that if you were to go and uh hire someone who uh had been working for years for your competition they might ruin your whole thing because um, conspiracy theory, I think that high key Disney is paying this guy to ruin the DC universe. Well, he didn't have to do much work, I guess. Whatever. And I mean, I he know. did it. These 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 decisions are so stupid. Like this is part of why it's winding up in court because you have a duty, like, to shareholders to make money. Yeah. Um, and this collection of decisions is so bad that it looks like intentional sabotage and it looks like a violation of fiduciary duty. Um, so like not to be dramatic, but even like real people that are not me think that something happened here. That's yeah, not above it's board. Like, ugh, it's like y'all are pissing off every corner of your fan base you're firing all they the people. They literally have congressmen calling for investigations of this. Yeah, you're firing the actors that made you the most money. Right. Um, you're canceling the shows that made you the most money. You're taking your, taking your top earning actress and you're refusing to raise her pay for the second movie, cutting her scenes out of it, and then having one of your executives testify against her in a case where the person who is suing her is from your biggest competition whatever stupid like 
it's you know even if you just like i don't know don't like her um why as warner brothers would you see a case where you have an actress from warner brothers and an actor from disney and go out there <laughs> and uh testify against your actress in favor of this guy who's doing this whole thing to try to get another job from disney what's wrong with you idiotic because literally the main point of why Johnny Depp was, like he stated, the main point of the lawsuit is because of the loss of the next Pirates movie, <laughs> the Silver Disney franchise. Um, oh, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I God, just, yeah. Th- this whole thing is a mess. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and mark it as karma for screwing over Starfire for like 50 years in a row. Yes. And... That's it. I'm gonna wash my hands of DC stuff until yeah. they get it together. Like this They'll is dumb. Notice at this point. You know what? At this point, the only way they're gonna get me back is if they tell me <laughs> they're gonna get the whole Titans cast to have a movie, and they're gonna bring back um the core in the comics in yeah. a real way. Same. You do yeah. those two things, I'll give you a chance. I'm not Same. like I'm I'm over it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all you can do. <laughs> it's such a mess um and it takes a lot to get me to care about this kind of behind the curtains mess because i'm not usually someone who's overly invested in that kind of thing like you know uh but they made such a mess of it that I, it couldn't help them make my that gather my attention here um and i'm at least glad that titans was put together in such a way that they can still have a pretty satisfying ending this season. Yeah, me too. Um, and I'm glad like that... would have been frustrating. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. It would have been very... Uh, imagine this had happened last season and the oh, season three Jesus finale was the last Christ. episode of Titans. I would have been pissed. <laughs> Riots in the streets, okay? Flaming tiki torches. Like, this is why I'm just like, I'm going to enjoy and appreciate that I'm getting all of the things I wanted Yes. in this season instead of dwelling on season three or even complaining about the things I'm getting by making up things to complain about which is what a lot of people are doing like, yes. <laughs> who has time for that that silly shit no. you know how many and people just lost season. their favorite shows with no fucking closure and no, you're gonna sit, and you're gonna sit here whining because there wasn't a sex <laughs> scene in this particular ep- like it's just stupid. Like, like imagine what Superman, Superman fans um, are feeling like right now. Imagine how Batwoman fans, Batwoman fans are still Ooh. pressed because as soon as the show got good, they were just like, "It's over," and it's like, "Huh?" Yeah, and sorry, Batgirl fans. <laughs> Yeah, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even get to see any of it. They no. deleted the fucking footage. Which is like, I, why do that? That's psychotic. I've never heard of that before. And I'm thinking the reason that they did that was because uh, Zack Snyder like snuck out the footage in order to start the Snyder Cut. So I think they did that so that the, so the director couldn't have basically done the same thing. And been like, yo, I got this. I want to release it. I fixed 
it up. It's actually pretty great. You know, all the studios just hating. Here's like a fan campaign. I think they're scared of that happening. So they're like, oh, well, <laughs> nobody can try to pressure us into releasing it by threatening to boycott the rest of our crap if it's completely destroyed. Crazy. Okay. Tell us how some more how much you hate us, the fandom, you know? That is... <laughs> Oh, Lord. I'm so glad this is a good season of Titans, though. Me, too. They're going out on a good note. They really are. I'm mm. so excited about next week. Um, I'm In general, I've been excited about every episode of the season, and I've been right to be excited. It's been so good. Um, I'm, I'm so interested in how this is going to shake out. And also, love Brother Brett as a villain. Yeah, people... <laughs> People are hating on him now because, of course, they're like, oh, he's boring. And I'm like, stop the cap. Um, he hasn't even gotten to do anything yet. Like, what do you no. mean? Um, and I mean, all you need to do for me is like wear tight t-shirts. Uh, well, I mean, he hasn't, really, he hasn't really gotten to start his reign of terror yet. Right. Um, he's, he's working up to so that. I don't know why you would come. You're pre-complaining yes. about this villain. And Acting like they haven't, like any part of this season has been boring so far. It really right. hasn't. I Even without really without him here, Mother Mayhem has been perfectly fine yes. as a villain. She's given oh, yeah. more than enough trouble. Um, so I don't <laughs> really. It's stupid. I don't. Have, it is, it's made up shit to whine about because yeah. they're mad. Sebastian is not fucking Corey. Let's be honest. That's all. Yeah. And I'm just not humoring people anymore. This is dumb. Um, there's nothing wrong with this season. I'm not gonna pretend it is so I can fit in with the popular crowd or whatever the fuck. I'm gonna no. enjoy the last season because it's good, and I'm happy yeah. to have them get closure. Um, and yeah. Um. A lot of people who are DC fans cannot say the same. Oh yeah, majority. We, majority we, of them are hurt out, out, here, that way. out yeah. here. Were you a Deathstroke or Bat Batfleck fan? I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Sorry. <laughs> just, all of it is, is really sucks. And so, yeah. I did. I did want Wonder Woman to come back with the third movie and get a really good movie since yes. people dragged the second one through the through the mud i wanted her to get a one good send-off well as much as it should have been right because and i disagree with the notion that. That the second that movie sucks. was bad like hot take i think it was a really good movie i really enjoy it would watch again um i yeah. actually don't agree with the notion it was a bad movie but a lot of people did and she didn't deserve to get done like that i wanted her to get an awesome third movie and yes have a good leave a good taste in everyone not good send yes. off um i wanted henry cavill to get his second shot at superman that's Me down too. the toilet like all of this sucks um all of it sucks so i mean yeah it really does it really uh, does suck and i'm so glad that compared to that we're like really getting done good over in titan's corner i don't have complaints about this season yet so no. i'm not gonna pretend i do i'm having a good time yeah. And I loved Gar's episode, and I love yeah. that it's continuing into a second part, so that we're going to see yeah. more of Gar with the Doom Patrol next episode. Same, same. So, I'm so yeah. looking forward to it. And also, random note, when we got to see all the different Gars, love that we got mm -hmm. to see his old wig again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Gar's wig! <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I was very entertained. Um, and Ryan really got to do a lot this episode, which I enjoyed. Like, yeah, as far as acting on different emotions, I really love when he got to, like, go to his childhood self and, like, give him a hug and, like, comfort him and tell him, hey, you're not going to be alone again. Mm-hmm. Like, I really uh, liked that the show gave him an opportunity to do that rather than yeah. just kind of showing us this and then we just kind of move on. It's just, like, a thing we saw. It was interesting that we kind yeah. of got that. Um, and, you know... <laughs> I think one thing about Gar that is so interesting is that he's somebody who's pretty confident, all things considered. Like he's mm-hmm. a pretty like optimistic and confident person. And just to get spooky, it kind of makes sense that he would be if he'd met his future self and he was awesome, was traveling through dimensions and told me to have family that loved him. <laughs> And it would make it would tie into him being so secure that the Titans would be fine in season two, right? Yes. Like he was upset when they all broke up, and he's like, "We're gonna, we'll be fine. We'll come right back." Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe he just knew. Yeah, because um, he remembered. That's all. Because yeah. <laughs> boom, time's a loop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Paradox Gar made sure that Gar always knows that Gar is going to be good. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It is awesome. Um, and yeah, I literally can't wait to see like how this is going to resolve. I can't wait to see what his interaction is with the Doom Patrol now that he knows this information about Niles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wonder if they'll use the Niles that they had on Titans or if they'll use the Niles they had on Doom Patrol. Um, or if he'll show up at all. I don't know. Maybe not. Right. I'm not sure mm-hmm. we'll get Niles. Yeah. I'm kind of unsure about that because. The last we saw of him in Titans, he was, like, pretty injured because um, uh, Raven shook his life. Yeah, I think it was implied because they said he, he broke his back again. So I think it's just something yeah. he has some kind of way to heal. I don't know how, but yeah. Okay. So, so who knows? I don't know. But I'm saying maybe <laughs> he won't show back up, not because, like, he's too injured to show up, but because he don't want more smoke is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, last time he saw Raven was near the last thing he ever did. So Niles might not show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, if I was Niles, I would not uh, show back up to the Titans. Um, so I think we may not see Niles, but I'm still interested in even what Gar has to say to the rest of them now that he knows this. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm curious about that. I'm interested, um, and. Like, I've really enjoyed the way that they have uh, characterized everyone this season. Even if I've been annoyed with Connor, I, I still don't think it's been OOC. It's been fair enough. He gets like this. Um, so, you know, that that tracks with some things I've seen in other versions um, of him as, as well as on the show when something like what's happening right now is happening and he's dealing with a lot of grief and stress at the same time. He can get a little mean. um so i think that i think that tracks um but uh i do i will say that like i don't know how i want to phrase this i do wish there had been more friendship with gar and connor but Mm -hmm. i can imagine a few reasons the show elected not to do that Mm. Oh boy, I think they honestly it feels like they probably 
just didn't prioritize it anyway. And it was more of a coincidence that they ended up hanging out a lot in season two. Because it, and and I guess also being like the only boys for a while too. Yeah. In season three. and, And, but it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't think they anticipated people shipping them probably. Yeah, um, that's cuz yeah. But I don't know that I don't know that I can say they deliberately decided to separate them for that. Um I felt like they were separating everybody and their mom in season 3 really. Oh yeah. I don't think it was let's get them away cuz people think they're gay and you know cuz <laughs> They immediately added a gay ship the next season anyway that everyone's complaining about, but we already went over that foolishness. Made well, up a made up an age gap in their minds and decided it was canon like a bunch of clowns. Whatever. That's so funny. Um, stupid. But I mean, I'm um, saying like it's a thing that shows when they intend to portray like characters a certain way and a relationship a certain way, and they get the impression that like viewers are getting something very different than that then it is a thing that shows have been known to do to be like, okay, well. I mean, I feel like the writers wouldn't care so much as the actors get annoyed by it. Yeah. In this is in this instance at least. Yeah. Um well, because, we know the actors were <laughs> Yeah, they told us online that they were annoyed. Um and then people were being gross and weird about it too. Yeah. Like, it's shit. And then they started coming at Ryan sideways and Joshua. Yes. Um, just for telling the truth, they were like, um, there's no Gar Khan this season. Uh, Gar and Khan are like brothers. And people were pissed. They started cursing them out and shit. It was, yeah. just, it was ridiculous. So, so, I mean, if I was a showrunner, and I'd I probably downplay any of our, our cutesy, funny moments. Yeah. If if I knew y'all were gonna be weirdos about it and right, and if I knew that y'all were going to make so much of it, like, and it was going to be such a like distracting thing and a source of all this negativity, because it's one thing to have a lot of negativity about a ship that you actually are intending to put together on the show, mm-hmm. but then to have all this negativity about just people it was a crack ship it wasn't even something that was they didn't like bait and switch anymore like i could understand being annoyed with that but they didn't bait and switch us the actors didn't and the writers didn't um people saw chemistry and that's fine but don't then and i hate that people always do this like they'll see chemistry between actors they create a crack ship and then they decide that what they made up in their minds is canon and freak out on everyone it's like are you insane no one <laughs> why are you doing that and they it's whoever so taught these people the term queer um, dating i'm gonna find you yeah that's that's not what that means no it's not like we've, we've seen it on shows and that's not it yeah it's, um, it's not, that's it. not what happened here but if I was getting a bunch of accusations about queer baiting for a pair of characters who I intended to be purely platonic and I was not trying to market the show with like a fake gay romance with them, I would split them up too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then give you an actual gay pair, which is yeah. what they did. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> because clearly that's not what they intended will, with those two characters, not because they're gay, but just because that's not what was intended with those particular characters. And I mean, we've had this discussion before, we don't even need to get into it again, but 
it's just a pattern that every time people swear to God they want what they want is gay rap. As soon as the show gives them a gay ship, they ignore that ship. They'll yes. find a reason to hate on it. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time. Every single time. Here we go again with Tim and Bernard. Like it never and fails. So cute on this show. <laughs> it never fails. They do this every single time. There's just um, always a problem. And I think it's because these people uh, are homophobes. There's something. There's, I think, I think there's, there's, there's words for what I feel about a lot of people there. Um, <laughs> several words. Um, also, all of those words. <laughs> I know what they are because we share brains. I know those yeah, words. We I do. agree with those we words. Do. We do. We do share exactly one brain. It's, it's very true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate, and I do think that some people like the reason that they get so caught up on like a random pair of straight people that are friends on a show is because the reason they're able to like them and be invested in them is because they aren't actually gay. That's my theory. Yeah, it's like they know they won't get together, so they like mm-hmm. pretending they want them to or something. Yes knowing they won't have to watch it. Like, it's starting to yeah. feel like that is the problem. Yeah, I think so. Um, and it's rather unsettling. Um, and I'm so tired of it. Like, because it seems like they're just determined to ruin any perfectly fun, cute thing that's happening on a show. Uh, if it happens to be a pair of people of the same sex that actually mutually like each other in reality on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I don't think that there would have been nearly the excitement about this, uh, Garcon if we'd been, uh, presented a pair of, like, actually, you know, in-universe, into each other, uh, dudes here, because we have a pair of them, and we see how much people like them. Yeah. And they don't. And they do this every time. Um, mm-hmm. I imagine it must be confusing to writers to be like, we want K-Rap, we want K-Rap. And they're like, you know what, let me write you this really sweet gay ship. And then they're like, not this one. (laughs) It's like, like, huh? Like, like, what do you mean? What's the problem? Uh, And then if they give you something properly, uh, properly tragic and go ahead and, you know, murder one of them off, they're like, how could you homophobia us? You guys said that, that, that like, it was too unrealistic because they didn't have enough problems and they were happy and they worked out, so we killed someone. And then right? they did the same thing with, with calm, right? They were like, "You won't show dark-skinned black women getting loved and adored on TV," and that's why Decorey is not happening. And they were like, "Well, here's calm and Connor being really sweet, and Connor being a simp and being in love with calm." And they were like, "No." <laughs> We reject this. <laughs> the craziest, like, <laughs> like headcanon. They wanted <sighs> it. It was fanfic, but it was fanfic all over the site about mm. how she was, like, secretly, like, trying to steal his powers and, like, regular take advantage of him. Like, all of this, like, bizarre stuff. Because it couldn't be these two ridiculously sexy people like each other. No. No, <laughs> no one likes black women. You know that. No, Andrea, there's got to be some you know, alternative. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. You know, you and I do our ritual love spells every every Sunday night. Yeah, don't lie we to make our up audience. Spaghetti, we know. 
That's the only way we get laid, guys. That's how black women get laid. I know you know that. <laughs> well, because whenever I walk down the street, Magic. children run Dark away. Magic. They just like roar. They're like, oh my God, I'm being yeah. approached by a monster. You know, I I've too, never been hit on by a guy. I, I too scare children and small animals. It's true. It is. It is. And I have dreams of the day that a man will tell me I'm pretty because I've never had it happen before. Well, I've had it, but I've had to like, you know, make a blood sacrifice every now and then I get that, so... <laughs> Well, I just haven't been able to catch any of the neighbor's cats. So. Oh, man. There are a dime a dozen around my neighborhood. <laughs> just walk outside. Blood sacrifices everywhere. It's awesome. Should come visit me. I should. I should. <laughs> How else can I find love unless I kill your neighbor's cats? Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, we know how it works, but on the show, none of the women know how it works. So I get why the viewers are confused. Yeah. Well, I think we've um, we've revealed a little too much of our, you know, dirty black secrets and talked all we can about this episode. Yeah, we <laughs> so we can end it here. I have um, episode of the show there's some squirrels I want to sacrifice so I can get back more tax money next year. So I got to go. I got to go squirrel hunting. So I will talk to you guys next week with Angelique. <laughs> Absolutely. <yeah. laughs> All righty. <laughs>